0: Hi, I'm Dr. Alicia Armitstead. I'm a chiropractor who specializes in nutrition, and I wanted to continue today's episode on digestion, rebuilding the gut, step three, and step four, rebalancing with good gut flora probiotics. Now for step three, repair with specific supplements and lifestyle changes. Muscle testing is the best way to identify which specific supplements a person needs to heal their gut. There are so many different types of probiotics or digestive supplements out there, it can be difficult to figure out which ones will work for you. I highly suggest using whole food supplements. I personally use in the office standard process, which comes from an organic farm in Wisconsin. I believe the body truly knows how to heal with food. It's like replacement parts for the body. Standard process is sold by healthcare practitioners only, so it can be hard to find. I also like Garden of Life because they are organic and use food to make their supplements as well. I already mentioned using collagen supplements. This would be about six months after starting to heal the gut. The first step is to detox and get rid of all the junk sitting in the gut, and then later using collagen to repair the intestinal lining. If you start using it in the first couple of months, there's so much junk in the intestines that the body won't know how to use it. Vitamin A supplement could help because vitamin A supports the cells that line the intestinal tract, and the healthier these cells are, the stronger the intestinal lining will be. Vitamin A is also found in high levels in orange and red colored vegetables like sweet potato and carrots. Glutathione is also beneficial to the intestines since it directly acts as an antioxidant in the intestinal tract and helps decrease damaging molecules that may be producing inflammation. Vitamin C and vitamin E are important antioxidants as well for the intestines and work with the glutathione to support the healing. Aloe, we use a medical-grade liquid in the office that is wonderful to decrease the inflammation of the gut lining and help it heal. Just like when you put aloe gel on a sunburn, when you drink the aloe, it coats the inside of the gut to soothe and heal. The cells that line the intestinal tract need fuel to perform their process of nutrient uptake. The preferred fuel for these cells is an amino acid called glutamine, which is best taken as a powder. One tablespoon in water and drink it on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. Glutathione helps maintain the function of the intestinal wall, prevents leaky gut, and helps leaky gut heal as well. Bone broth contains glutamine and is one reason why it's so healing. I've been so busy actually talking about detoxing and repairing the gut lining that I forgot to mention that 80% of the immune system resides in the lining of the wall. If we don't repair the gut, our immune system will suffer. The gut wall contains lymphatic tissue called GALT. G-A-L-T, G for gut, A for associated, L for lymphatic, T for tissue. This GALT is the largest collection of lymphatic vessels in the body, and includes the appendix. Yes, the appendix is an immune system organ, just like your tonsils. It's a place where there is a lot of lymph tissue that keeps the gut healthy and in check. The majority of this lymph tissue is located in close proximity to the villi, which are the pieces of tissue in the small intestine where nutrients get absorbed. A healthy intestinal lymphatic system is necessary for maintaining a balanced microbiome and upholding the integrity of the intestinal lining. This barrier helps keep out harmful toxins and pathogens while allowing absorption of nutrients. The intestinal lymphatics also play a role in delivering absorbed fats from your food to the liver for processing. See, All of the nutrients get absorbed and go into the bloodstream except for fats, because fat and water don't mix, and water is the blood. So the fat has to actually get absorbed and not go into the blood, but instead the lymph fluid goes into the lymphatic system. When there are too many toxins in the gut from food, maybe it's too processed, too many chemical additives... Maybe it was wrapped up in aluminum or the food is something you have trouble digesting so it's not broken down very well. The gut can become congested. This stagnant flow of lymph is a major cause of digestive symptoms, poor detox, and lowered immune system. Other things to do to repair the gut are lifestyle changes. Deep breathing. Digesting is a parasympathetic process, meaning we must be in a relaxed state for digestion to occur correctly. Taking three deep breaths in and slowly releasing each time will help the body become relaxed. A prayer blessing your food can also help the body become more relaxed. Think about doing either one of those things before you start to eat. Hydration. Staying hydrated is key to ensuring the nutrients are transported correctly throughout the body and that waste is eliminated. Drinking enough water is key if you are suffering from constipation. You should have a bowel movement at least once a day. A big, complete bowel movement. If you don't, it feels incomplete or pebbly. You know you are slightly constipated. Besides drinking water, adding fresh squeezed lemon juice can really help. If you don't have a bowel movement every day, I highly suggest drinking 32 ounces of warm water first thing in the morning with a half of a lemon squeezed into it to help things move. For those fighting candida, add a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar to the water as well. Wait 30 minutes before drinking or eating anything else. Baking soda also works incredibly well for constipation and tummy aches in general, because it is a bicarbonate, which will encourage air to come out of you one way or another and relieve the pain from the pressure of the gas. It also helps if the stomach is too acidic, it realkalizes it, neutralizing the acid to help things pass through your gut. In order to do baking soda, you'll need a teaspoon of baking soda. Mix it with a fourth of a cup of warm water. Drink all of the mixture first thing in the morning and quickly, the quicker you finish it, the better it seems to work dandelions actually can be very helpful there's dandelion tea or you can go pick it from your yard just the leaves and they can be very beneficial to those who are suffering from constipation due to inactivity or the consumption of processed foods because it helps to detox the liver can just add hot water to the leaves or to the tea let it seep for five to ten minutes and drink it Depending on how toxic you think you are, drink up to three times a day. And coffee actually can help with constipation. Um, We love how it smells, it can perk you up, but it's actually a natural stimulant for the digestive system. So indulging in a cup will get things moving. Eight ounces is fine and make sure you don't overdo it because too much can actually have the opposite effect. Coffee is a diuretic and makes you urinate, pulls out the water. If you're dehydrated, that can cause constipation. Get moving. If you want stuff to get through you, you need to move. If you don't exercise, then things will slow down. And there's so many different reasons to exercise. But in this case, we're actually helping it to move things through the colon. Keep in mind, however, that you should wait an hour after big meals before exercising. Next is olive oil, which is more than just a healthy fat. It tastes good. I love it in all my cooking. It can actually help relieve constipation. It stimulates digestive system and can help things move through the colon as well. And it can be taken regularly to prevent constipation. Think of the gut as needing that lubrication. So in the morning, consume one tablespoon of extra virgin cold-pressed olive oil. Easiest just to take a shot of it. It works well on an empty stomach. Wait 30 minutes before you eat or drink anything or have breakfast. If you forget, wait until later when you haven't eaten anything for at least two hours. You can even squeeze a little bit of lemon juice in it to lighten the flavor. And I just mentioned how lemon juice can help with constipation too. If none of these tricks work, then I would use Smooth Move tea. It has senna in it, which is an herb that is a mild laxative. If you haven't gone to the bathroom, just have one cup of the Smooth Move tea after dinner and then you should have a good bowel movement the next morning. After doing all this work of removing toxins, repairing and rebuilding, we are now ready for step 4. Rebalance the gut flora with tons of probiotics to have a lasting, healthy microbiome. Beneficial bacteria protect us against their dangerous relatives by crowding them out in the gut, producing acids that inhibit their growth, and stimulating the immune system to fight the bad bacteria off. When helping bacteria multiply and thrive in our bodies, they act as protectors, With a healthy gut flora, the gut is able to handle toxins better. A healthy body, toxin in, toxin out. Whether it's aluminum, plastic, or virus, parasite, let's say bacteria from food poisoning, that's how the body handles it. When there is an imbalance of gut flora and the digestive system is weak, that the toxin can come in and create a cascade of cytokines, which is what causes inflammation, causing symptoms, and ultimately, you know, a problem for the body. Symptoms of an imbalanced gut flora include diarrhea, constipation, irritable bowel syndrome, anxiety and depression, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, eczema, leaky gut, oral health, including tooth decay, gingivitis. Remember, the mouth is where digestion starts. Probiotics can help also to lose weight, but not one probiotic in particular. It all depends on your gut flora makeup and what's missing. Once the missing probiotic is added, the metabolism gets a boost. Because good bacteria help our bodies digest food and absorb nutrients, they produce several vitamins, folic acid, niacin, vitamin B6, and B12. This is why good gut flora is the foundation of a healthy body. A good quality probiotic should contain at least lactobacillus and bifidus bacteria. It's best if you get tested for a probiotic, but I know not everybody listening to this podcast has access to a muscle tester. There's a number of good probiotics on the market. Some are poorly made and then some are decent. I probably have 10 different probiotics in my office to cover a wide variety of different situations. Also, when looking for a probiotic, make sure it doesn't have any binders or fillers or corn. Sometimes people feel worse after taking a probiotic, and that's because your body needs to detox or kill bad gut flora first. And so adding in the good bacteria overwhelms the body. It's too early. If this ever happens to you, it's best first to do a cleansing program with a healthcare practitioner. We also test to see if a prebiotic is needed along with a probiotic. A prebiotic helps the good bacteria grow. We don't want to take a probiotic and then just flush out the good bacteria. We want them to stay and grow and that's what the prebiotic fiber can do. Now, you can look at your digestive system as your best friend. It's easy to get caught up on how it makes you feel, how sometimes it's not working, how discomfort you feel, how much pain you feel. But understanding that there's a way to help repair and rebuild this intricate friendship from within that will only help you to see how your body truly wants to keep you happy and healthy.